Uh, hey, everybody, this is Chad Jordan. I'm the director of marketing, which my next guest is really thrilled about and uh, just can't believe she's sitting down with the director of marketing at Sport Clips. This is what she wants to be when she grows up, by the way. But at any rate, we have a very special episode today. Uh, we are continuing our Haircuts with Heart series, and we are I'm physically sitting at the headquarters for St. Baldrick's Foundation. And uh, we have a very, very special guest today uh, who I was given a hard time. I drove four hours down here to be with her today, so she better make this a good episode. So, young lady, why don't you please introduce yourself uh, to our listening audience? What is your, what is your name? I'm Gabby Gallerno. Gabby, and uh, she promised to me before this podcast started that she would live up to her name. Gabby, and that she would do all the talking, and that people are sick of hearing me talk, and they want to hear her. Gabby, how old are you? I'm 14. You're 14 years old, and she is a twin. She has an annoying twin brother, um, and his name, again, is... Tommy. Tommy, and then she's got an older brother and sister, and who are they? Uh, my older sister is Hope, and then my older brother is Joey. My older brother is Joey. Joey, feel free to come home and do some laundry uh, during uh, school at San Diego State. You know, Mom says you're welcome anytime. Uh, that's just a free plug. So let's talk to you. You are an honored kid of St. Baldrick's, and your family's an honored family. What do you think that means to be an honored kid or honored family at St. Baldrick's? Give me, give me your understanding of that. Um, my understanding is that it means that... I get to speak up for kids with cancer who can't right now or like don't really put it out there like as much as like I would. Mm -hmm. So my family will speak about it whenever to whoever well, will listen. Why, why do they, what are you, why are you so special? Why do they, you obviously, is it because you're prettier than everybody or smarter? Why, why do you think they picked you? Um, I go to a lot like anything i can that involves childhood cancer i go to like i went to an event with saint baldrick's and what was the thing that we went to i don't know we just went somewhere one hour one child yeah one hour one child one hour one child what was that Okay. Fundraising event. Mm -hmm. And um, we have, so when I first got sick, my mom started, well, she already had an Instagram, but then when I got sick, she used it a lot to, like, give updates about me and everything. And a lot of people just started following my story because there's a, there's a community, like, um, we've learned that with, kids who have cancer the parents a lot they post about their kids to give mm -hmm. updates because a lot of families have a child with cancer but you don't know that until you're part of the community or you have a page so there's a lot of pages that give updates about kids um we know a couple um so we know my aj he is we've gotten to know him from Children's and over Children's at, Hospital. Yeah, in Children's LA. Hospital. Okay. Um, AJ is what? How old is he? I think he's eleven. Okay. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, he's eleven or twelve. And you met him there while you were getting treated. Yeah, I think uh, our moms met through Instagram, 
really? then, wow. yeah, we see him. It's like a secret club, you know, once you yeah. become, you have a kid with cancer. You can tell him what, what the followers, what your story did to the followers, like the number. Um, it went from like a hundred and mm-hmm. now it's like 12 or 13,000. Whoa. Followers? Yeah. On your Instagram? I, man, I'm going to have to get your autograph after this. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, That's why they picked you, because you're, you're so popular. <laughs> well, I, here's what I want to talk to you about, okay? Uh, because the people that are listening to this, a lot of them work for Sport Clips or cut hair at a Sport Clips location around the country, stuff like that, and then do Brave the Shave events uh, or give money to St. Baldrick's. And so I, I like to highlight why St. Baldrick's is so important. And you are a perfect representative of uh obviously being an honored kid with an honored family and insta famous instagram famous as we like to say uh but i want to i want to connect a, a a person with the cause i want a face i can't think of a better face than your 14 year old face to go with why it matters that so many sport clips people get involved with this so let's 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 talk a little bit about um, before you got diagnosed. How you were you were starting? Was it sixth or seventh grade? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Okay, so you're starting eighth grade. You uh, in, in your school was it seventh and eighth grade? Was your no? High it was what? kinder to eighth. Kinder to eighth. Oh, so you're like big girl on campus. You're gonna rule that place that year. You're the queen. Everybody's bowing down to you when you're walking through the halls. Of course. Uh, so, uh, how, what happens? How, how does your school year start and then you get di- like diagnosed? Like what, walk me through exactly what was going on. Okay, so, the, so we were excited to be in eighth grade because mm-hmm. that was like the final year we get to graduate. Yep. We get to get out of the place. Mm-hmm. So, um, Finally. So, the year starts out. It's really good. It's the first year that we already, like, you get progress reports and report cards, and it was the year that I was finally getting like all A's. Okay, honor finally. roll. Yeah, wow. I was finally getting all A's, and then um, I noticed like the like the very beginning of the school year, like like to the T, that my knee was stiff. It was very stiff. So mm-hmm. when I sat down and I got up, I would have to keep my legs straight for like a couple minutes because it was stiff. Are you one of these eighth grade girls that's like taller than all the boys? No, I was one of the shortest. Were you? Okay, all right. But you had just gone through. Yeah, for my family, I was like pretty tall. Okay, you're tall. You're you're you have a bunch of shorties like my family. Okay, so you're now you're towering over your your brother, your older brother, Tommy. Yeah, my my twin brother Tommy, Mm -hmm. who's always been taller than me. I was like a couple inches taller than him, and like a couple more inches taller than my sister. Your older sister. Yeah, my older sister. Uh And, and then, you notice, so there's stiffness. Yeah, they're stiff. And then every single day, like one day it was just pain and not stiffness, but we thought it was growing pains. Mm-hmm. Well, like everybody thought it was growing pains because I had a growth spurt and we couldn't pinpoint it to anything else. My older brother had like growing pains when he had a growth spurt, so we just uh, yeah, it chalked it up to that. Yeah. yeah. So. Then every day it got a little bit worse and worse and worse and worse. And then my teacher would be like, okay, like 
don't you, like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And even the PE teacher was like, you can, like, sit out. You don't have to do PE if it Why, hurts. Were you crying during no, PE? No, I or never. Or just grimacing in pain? No, or? I would just, like, I, I limped. Like, it was a really odd limp. Like, my mom even said that it looked like I was limping with the wrong leg because uh-huh. I was babying it so much. And, like, the PE teacher was like, if you, like, if you can't do it, then don't do it. So then, um, like, because every day it got worse. And then the last day I went to school, it was the Halloween parade. And we had, there's a parade and everyone goes around in their costumes. Hold on. What did you dress up as? Uh, I was one of the Heathers from the musical Heathers. Okay. And Did anybody know what you were? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, okay. My friend. <laughs> okay. Your one friend who also dressed up as the other Heather or something? Yeah. Okay. All right. Totally good. Um, so it was the Halloween parade and then someone like accidentally flat tired me oh, and it yeah. like my knee just like kind of almost gave out like I almost tripped and it hurt so bad so at my booth I had like because it was games at my booth mm-hmm. I had to sit down and so when everyone was going back up to the classroom it took me like 15 minutes to get to the caf- from the cafeteria to the classroom because it mm-hmm. hurt so bad and like the so that was like a Friday and then a Monday well, my dad took me to the doctors and because it would it was hurting so bad so my mom scheduled an appointment and so they took x-rays and everything but like that was the last day that I could like walk because I couldn't walk and then when we got home from the doctors uh, they we had crutches um, in the garage and so my dad gave me the crutches and like I lift my I was using the crutches but I couldn't even like stand and my dad was like you're using crutches like it shouldn't hurt but it still hurt so he oh because of the weight the little bit of weight you were putting on your leg was too much too intense so you couldn't even stand so he like almost kind of carried me in and then the next day my mom, we had, me and my brother had the day off because it was like parent-teacher conferences mm-hmm. or something. But my mom was driving my sister to school on Halloween. And she got a call from the my pediatrician. And she was like, I'm going to need you to like a pack a bag uh, for like playing on stage like four to five days. Like you need to go down to the emergency room like at Children's. We have a team like assembled there. And my mom was like, I don't, like... Telling her all that over the phone. Yeah, and she was like, what for? And they were like, we think think Gabby has cancer. So my mom goes, wakes me up. She tells... Wait, your mom didn't crash the car when she heard that? (laughs) And she was able to keep driving? Okay. So my mom goes home. She, I think, I don't know if my brother was already up or she woke him up and told him. And then they woke me up. Mm -hmm. And like... The first thing that, like, she said that, and then she was like, but it's fine. We're going to, like, like we're going to fight it. Like, it's, uh, like, we're going to get through it. It's not. So we went to. Uh, did you believe your mom when she said yeah, that? I yeah, I did. So we went to cool. the emergency room, and they did. So for the x-rays, they were like, we still not sure, but they knew. Yeah. They, were, they were sure. So they did a biopsy. And um, 
It was confirmed. And where, where was it? It was in your it hip was, or your leg? Or it was on my knee? left knee. Your knee, your left knee. My okay. left knee. And so they confirmed that it was osteosarcoma, and they did more x-rays. What is it called? Osteosarcoma. It's a bone cancer. Osteosarcoma. Yeah, okay. and they did more x-rays and MRIs and stuff, and they saw that it already metastasized, so it had spread to my what lungs. Is that? Okay, so that means it spread somewhere. Yeah. So it went from your knee to your lungs. Yes, wow. that's very okay. common if it does metastasize. Okay. It metastasized to your lungs. So they don't have stages in osteosarcoma. So I was diagnosed with aggressive metastatic osteosarcoma. But if it was a stage, it would have been stage four. Um, so they had a plan. It was 18 rounds of chemotherapy, three drugs. and 18 rounds means yeah. what? Uh, uh, 18 days, 18 weeks? 18, I don't want a cycle. Is it mm-hmm. cycle? 18 okay. rounds, 32 infusions of chemotherapy. And obviously not all at once. No. It was like, it'd be, so for one of them, it was methotrexate, which would be, we would stay like four to five days, and then we'd go home for like two to four days, and then come back and have... Um, doxorubicin and cisplatin which is two other drugs and then we'd go home and then for that we'd have like a three-week break but during those three weeks I'd get uh, like really bad side effects like throat sores which would cause an infection Hmm. and a fever so I'd have to go back and stay at the hospital for not for treatment but for For the the side side effects which for the throat sores, they didn't have any medicine for it. They just had to wait till my platelet count went up, which would be like four days to like a week. And is it like, does it feel like a bad sore throat? No, or? I couldn't even like swallow my own spit. I couldn't, I couldn't drink, I couldn't eat, I couldn't do anything. So I was just So you having to have a, a food uh, a tube put down your throat? No, or? I didn't have that because they put me on... A couple of um, appetite oh, stimulants. Uh-huh. So I was put on a couple of them, and then um, they put, and that worked really well. I didn't, there was nothing wrong. I kept weight on. They didn't have a problem with that. Um, but for the plan, it was, so 18 rounds, but after the seventh round, we were going to do a limb salvage surgery. So they were going to take out my knee and six inches of my femur and replace it with titanium. But after the third round of chemo, they did like another MRI because it was still hurting so bad because the, they said like once I started chemo, the pain would like gradually go away because the tumor would shrink, uh but it was not going away. So they did an MRI and it looked like it had grown so after the third round of chemo on December 16, 2017, they did the limb salvage surgery. And um, so and they, they literally took your knee away and yeah, your femur. And they replaced it with titanium. And when they got in there, they saw that the tumor, it didn't like grow, but it was hemorrhaging. So mm. that's what caused all the pain. All the pain uh-huh. And that's what like, so that's what 
was causing all the pain. That's why it wasn't like feeling like it was getting any better. Thankfully, uh, they got it all out. It was clean margins, so nothing. There was nothing left. Um, and then they just they had to keep doing the rest of the chemo, so it would get out. So it would clear my lungs. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, At what point did your hair start? Um, falling about out? ten days after the first oh, round okay. of chemo. So right away. I didn't. Did you shave your head? Just say you know, or did you wait for it to um, fall? It started. We didn't know how long I had to. Uh-huh till it started falling out. So when it did start falling out, it was like we had cut my hair like short so that because we knew it would fall out. And you had really long hair. Yeah, I had long hair and then I donated it. So I cut it and donated it. And then um, when it started falling out, it was everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. it was everywhere. And we didn't know how long. So it was like 10 days. And then... And do you have a dog or anything at home? Yeah. So could you blame, like, maybe your dog was shedding? <laughs> no. no. It was like I would turn my head and it would just oh, fall out. yeah. So then when we got home from that round, we shaved it. But one of the – when I first saw my oncologist, we got she was telling us all the side effects, like every single one that I could get. Like there's a 2% chance you could get leukemia from this drug, and there's heart defects and – hearing loss and all these things and like then she was like oh and this one's like hardest for like most people like your age like you will lose your hair and I was like I really don't care yeah (laughs) that was the least of your problem yeah I really didn't care a lot of kids do but I just it was hair Mm -hmm. growing was gonna grow back it wasn't a big deal um so but when it first started falling out it was a big shocker like I was really shocked because I thought I had more time. Yeah. So I got upset, but then, like, we shaved it. It was fine. Anybody yeah. else in your family shave their head? or? Uh, my dad's bald. <laughs> <laughs> he so beat you to him. it. Yeah. So. But I, my brother wanted to shave his head, but I told him, I just, like, he had buzz cuts before, mm-hmm. and I knew what he looked like, so I was just like, don't. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> like, save don't. us all. Yeah, yeah keep just, your like, hair. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure... I don't even know if his school, like, allows him to, like, just, like, shave their head. I have no clue. Might have made a special exception for yeah, you guys. Who knows? But. So, so you, now just, you have the, the surgery. Yeah, I have the surgery. Or the knee and the femur. And yeah. now you're, and then, like, bionic woman superhero. Yeah. Okay. And um, so then I just continued with my chemo. And now you're in a, are you, uh, had you been in a wheelchair already? Yes, I was in a wheelchair from basically the first, like, time we got to the hospital. Because it's so painful just to yeah. try to walk. Okay. Um, and then till the end of chemo, and then... Um, was the pain more intense? Was it just painful when you tried to stand, or just, just did you always were you all, always in pain? Always in pain. Oh, okay. I slept. I did. I forgot I did this, but then I looked at a picture. I would sleep a certain way because I couldn't put like any weight on it, or mm-hmm. else it hurt more than I already did. So I slept a certain way. I did things a certain way. I was like, I was asleep as much as I could be because when I was asleep, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So. I was asleep, and then... Had you ever been, like, a soccer player or tennis I, or anything? I did softball. I wasn't, softball? I did a lot of sports, but, like, not all at the same time because I didn't like any of them. Mm-hmm. So I just I, I just stopped doing them because I didn't like any of them. But I did softball, 
and I don't think I'm going to do that again just because I can't do any contact sports because of my leg or yeah because of my leg so and then like in softball you have to slide I'm pretty sure I still could but I just I wouldn't yeah. I don't want to um, and then certain exercises I can't do because of my heart because the one of the chemo drugs um, it affects your heart so I can't do like wall sits or things that put a strain on my heart um, and then one of the side effects from the cisplatin drug for that I had was hearing loss so my left ear is a lot worse than my right ear but they both still have hearing loss oh, I sat on the wrong side I should have been over there but <laughs> I don't like the camera getting me from that side so that's why you're uh, uh, you know, I'm sitting over here so I'm just gonna talk up a little louder then. is that all right yeah um, so how, how noticeable is the hearing loss um, like if you're in the like when your mom calls you to do chores you conveniently you can't hear her now <laughs> or okay I don't uh, I have hearing aids I don't really wear them because like I don't like them and then also we'll be at a restaurant and like you can like hear yeah. everything so you can hear like it's magnified yeah you can hear like plates on you can mm -hmm. hear like forks on people plates. chewing you yeah, know the next table somebody picking their nose it you was can like hear them really, scratching the inside of their yeah nose. it was like really really loud so I just I don't know I'll probably wear them like when my hair grows out more okay but yeah. I don't really know mm -hmm. um but during chemo, I met. I didn't. I didn't go outside my room like ever. I didn't at, go at school or at the hospital. I mean, at, at, the at hosp home. Or? Okay. At the hospital, at the hospital, I didn't go out of my room. I would oh, oh. stay in my room. I didn't why? go. Why? Why wouldn't you go? Were you? I was always tired. Okay. I just. I don't know. I'm not. It wasn't that you were too cool for all the other kids, <laughs> right? No. Okay. Uh, I just you're like I got thirteen thousand followers on Instagram. Never, I'm not gonna go out there with those comments. I was people. never a a big people person either. Uh -huh. So, um, like I just like I get along with them, but I just you like being by yourself. Yeah, we call that an introvert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just I wasn't big. I wouldn't go to the cafeteria, and every single time I would never eat the hospital food it was so disgusting it was it wasn't good so i'd send my Your mom allowed to say like that. That's fine. i was i would send my mom out on like to get me food every uh -huh. single day what from and, where what sounded good uh every time it was different every okay. single time. Oh, okay you had different cravings yeah so um at first it was like mcdonald's all the time over in and out i didn't okay I'd never all right that's fine it. they're not sponsoring this podcast so i don't yeah it doesn't matter um at first it was in and out and then it was like I think it was Burger King mm -hmm. and then Baja Fresh oh, yeah. and then it was Togo's it was <laughs> Fat Burger it, it was Panda Express it was Chick-fil-A oh of course it was pizza it was yeah anything. okay and, and are your are your your throat sores better at this point now that you're yeah they they don't come they, okay. anymore um, but the oncologist said, like, you see, like, on online where it's, like, sugar, like, it feeds cancer. My mm -hmm. oncologist was, like, eat whatever you mm -hmm. want. Yeah. I don't care. Just yeah. eat whatever. As long as you're eating, I really don't care what you eat. Nice. So, That's my kind of oncologist. <laughs> so, oncologist of the year. 
So I just eat whatever, and she was like, whatever she wants, you get her. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, oh, I want frozen yogurt, and then go get three frozen yogurt. So was mom like your Uber driver bringing you <laughs> food, and that's yeah. kind of what she was doing? Yeah, she was or, like. Or was anybody spending the night with you in the hospital? Uh, my mom was. Your Every mom? single night she was with me. And then my on the weekends, my siblings and my dad would come and visit me. Uh, what about your dogs? No. No, really? There were therapy dogs uh-huh. at the hospital. And besides my my couple of favorite nurses, mm-hmm. I... Were dogs? <laughs> well, that's a new no, career besides, path. <laughs> besides my dogs? couple of favorite nurses, the dogs, uh, I loved the dogs. We didn't oh, know that I had dogs. besides your... Okay. Yeah. I loved dogs. We didn't know that I had dogs. And then one day, um, like Jasper... It was mm-hmm. this little cocker spaniel. Oh, yeah. He was the first dog. Uh-huh. He, They knocked on the door. They were like, do you want a dog in the room? And I was like, oh, yes. yes. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, so they came in. And then, like, once when you get a dog, you don't, like, feel. And, it's, like, all like all the pain goes away. Mm-hmm. Like, if all the endorphins having, rush your body and yeah, you're super excited just, because of. Yeah, like, just the dog. Like, mm-hmm. it it's was. It's a real thing. Yeah, dog I've therapy. met. There was, there's over 125 dogs in the program, and I've met um, over 80 of the dogs. How many do you know their names of? I know all of them. You know all of them, okay. Um, Like, there'll be a dog in the hallway, and I'll be like, oh, that's... You could just hear the way it was walking? No, I'll just look at it, and I'll be like, my mom will be like, which one is that? I'm like, oh, you know, that's Uh Cooper or Mm -hmm. something, and... Um, they have dog cards, so they're like trading cards. Oh. So it'll have the, a picture of the dog, their name, where like when they were adopted, they were born, and then like facts about mm-hmm. them. And what it's was your favorite dog? Um, I like. Can you not say? No, I have a couple favorites. Kay. My favorite is probably Camper. It was Camper is a golden retriever. Oh yeah. And she is super sweet. Mm-hmm. She loves me. Like she, I'm. Like, she, whenever she saw me, she'd get really excited mm-hmm. and just knew who I was. And then a lot of them were golden, so it was, mm-hmm. like, um, Camper, Roxy, Presley, they were goldens. Uh, Blondie, she was, like, a white golden, I don't even know, like, in English. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it's called. And then um, Willow and Gordon, which are... Newfoundland. So Gordon is a hundred and eighty pounds. Oh my god. And gosh. then Willow is a hundred. That weighs more than me. Ha ha. <laughs> Willow is a hundred and I think thirty five pounds. And um, there were a couple of those. And there what was, were they allowed on your bed? Yes. These big old dogs. Yes. Jeez. Um. There were oh uh, there was little Pitbull. His, really? Yeah. There are a couple Pitbull of them. Pitbull therapy dogs. They were the sweetest. So mm-hmm. there's this little one. He has, like, the biggest head and, like, the smallest body. Mm-hmm. Uh, handsome James Ferdinand. That was his name. That's his name? Yeah, that's his name. So I really like the dogs. Is that lot. what – so because you're not going out and meeting people. No. So the dogs <laughs> are coming to you. Yeah. And whenever the nurses would see a dog, they knew that I was, like, okay. the dog person that yeah. I had to have the dogs. Mm-hmm. So they'd just, like, see a tail and then go running after the dog. I feel like you have to go in that room. They assigned the dog to you first. Yeah. Uh, when do you start to get to meet some of the other kids? 
Um, so you're on a pediatric ward, a level ward area? Um, the fourth floor. Fourth floor. So okay. children's cool. is all <laughs> children. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> huh? That's why they call it children's. So there's hospital. like, oh, I think the fifth floor is like infectious disease, but the fourth floor. The fourth floor is a cool floor. That's what I meant to say. Fourth you were floor. on the coolest, <laughs> hippest floor. Yeah, fourth floor is the cancer ward. Okay. And um, the, first room, the first room that I was in was like a shared room. So they have like shared rooms where it's like two families, which I hated. Yeah, I'm sure. I hated it yeah. so much. I had like four. I was in like four shared rooms because they knew not to put me in yeah. the shared room. Yeah, we, we already established you're an introvert. Yeah. And you're not a people and person. And then like so you I would always, yourself. I'd always get with like the worst people like too. Like I'd get with like the babies. Uh-huh. Or like. Oh, babies are the worst. I yeah, they would cry all the time. Worst roommates. So, like, whenever they could see a free room, they would move me because yeah. I knew I was I'm not mm-hmm. going to put up with mm-hmm. it. So, the f- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trauma queen. <laughs> that first, the nurses did not like me yeah. because I oh, would just, I'm sure like, that's not true. Uh, it's very yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sent you a card saying, We do not like you. <laughs> no, it's just I was, like, I was a handful. Yeah. Like, I would yell at them. I like. I don't remember this, like, cause a lot of it I don't remember. Yeah. But <laughs> some of my favorite nurses right now, um, uh, they'd be like, you would kick and you would scream and you'd hit and you'd. Wow. <laughs> but and you I can't believe that about yourself. Uh, it doesn't sound like you, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I, cause I was on so many pain meds and right. I was so on so much medication. You yeah, I just I wasn't happy. I didn't like it. So, but then like after the surgery, um, I <laughs> the physical therapist that came in after my surgery, I didn't. Yeah, you threw a not, fit, huh? I did not like her. So how 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 soon after the surgery did they want you to do physical therapy? Uh, I I think it was like a day after yeah. the surgery. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody, even you know, your mom, the physical therapist, you. Oh, I just, got just so having a party. I was so mad at the physical therapist, and then I got a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I didn't like her. Mm-hmm. She was fine, but. Um, you just weren't in a good place to to feel it at that time. Yeah, she was fine, but I just they. She asked my mom and my aunt if like, should I do like tough love or be sweet, and they said tough love, mm. and so she was like. Way to go, mom. And, <laughs> and what's your aunt's name so we can make sure to Aunt send her Mandy. a thank you. And so she oh, was okay. like, so they were like, yeah, give her tough love. Like, wow. just, just, no, like, don't baby her. Just keep pushing at her. Okay. And then I, I would get really mad. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, got a, I got a new physical therapist mm-hmm. that would come in. And if I didn't feel well, then this. And what was she trying to get you to do? Um, just like kind of adapt to like, so like, um, cause I get tired. I still get tired really easily, but like use like how to get up the stairs and like use the, the walk. Crutches. Yeah, cr- I didn't use crutches, and but I used a walker cause okay. it was just easier. But then one of those old people walkers that had the tennis balls. Yeah, on the we front put of tennis it? Oh, okay. balls on uh-huh. it because it would like scrape against the <laughs> cement. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. So, but then after after I finished chemo everything it was about three weeks after i finished chemo um it was the first day of school well i do online school because i'm not walking it Mm -hmm. so 
I met with the teacher, and so, because you have to, like, meet with the teacher, so I met with him, and then I got home, and I had tried to ride my bike a couple of times, but, because I can bend my leg, Mm -hmm. because I could bend my leg a lot, so, like, doing stuff that would involve bending, like, didn't matter, like, I could do whatever, but it was straightening the leg that I had a lot of trouble with. Is that something you had really missed, getting to ride your bike? Uh, or did you just want to try it? I just wanted to try okay. it. So I got on. I was riding it. Everything was fine. I stopped. Like, I was stopped on the bike, and I hesitated which foot to put down, oh, uh-huh. and I fell over. Did you fall on your left side? Yes. Oh, well, that I broke. No, you broke something? I broke. Um, I dislocated my elbow. Oh my gosh. I fractured the radial head of my elbow oh. and I fractured my tibia. Who's there watching and seeing all this my happen? Mom. Okay, your mom, boy, she's been there for everything. <laughs> and so what, how, what kind of check are you going to write your mom when you're a, when you're a successful? What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a pediatric nurse. Oh, okay. So well, then they make all the money. So when you're a millionaire <laughs> from being a pediatric nurse, you're going to have to write your mom a really big check just so you know. So we went to uh, the nearest, like the nearest ER, and then they sent us over to Children's. And <sighs> thankfully, I was put on the fourth floor, so mm-hmm. like they didn't put me on the regular floor; they put me on the fourth. Are floor. you still go undergoing chemo and all no. that other stuff at this point? Chemo's okay. done. Um, but you broke no, but no. Yeah, I broke. Like, if I would have just fallen over. Like on a say it was my brother that fell over, nothing would have right, happened. He'd right, probably but your get bones like, were brittle, were, yeah. were weaker because so, of the chemo that you'd been yeah, on. Yeah, all my bones were like really brittle. Yeah. So I just I would fall and then it would break. bones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we found actually happens a lot mm-hmm. for some reason. Like my mom was talking to a couple people and they were like, "Yeah, he broke like his ankle or like." Like, they would break something, like, after chemo, and it was really common. But the nurses, they saw my name on, like, the the list of kids, and they were like, no. no. Like, she's What's not. What's she doing back here? She's not back here. Yeah. <laughs> it be somebody else with that name. Yes, yeah, so they would pop their head and be like, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Why are you back? You just missed us so much. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so, yeah. have you ridden your bike since? No. Okay, mom says no more of that. I thought maybe mom followed you with like a pillow, no. and if you started to fall, she since put it in the years. Since I, uh, bro- since I dislocated my elbow, um, it took a while to heal. Like about. And that's all on your left side. Yeah. Which it hurt worse, the uh, cancer, the tumor. Oh, the tumor or? hurt. So, I have like, so. Um, the first that hurt the thing that hurt the worst was um probably was my tumor and then it was the throat sores mm. and then it was my broken elbow and then it was like a whole bunch of other things and then it was my fractured like because that didn't hurt at all mm-hmm. it was just my elbow and, and um, you didn't mess up any of the t- titanium stuff right? no like that doesn't that okay, doesn't break but that the elbow took a while to heal I couldn't put any weight on it or anything, and it was in a in like a brace like this, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> we went the ortho sur- the orthopedic person that I was seeing for this. Um, he was like, okay, so when we took, it says my arm was healed at that point. 
they were like, okay, we took x-rays, and this only happens in about 2% of the kids who dislocate their elbows. You have, I don't even know what it's called. It's called, like, hydro something. Mm-hmm. And where, like, it was dislocated, like, the muscle, like, on my elbow turned to bone. <laughs> so from, like, the, from the break? From the break. So I can only straighten my arm so much. <laughs> and, and for those not seeing this on iTunes or uh, YouTube, it's, I think it's she straightened it. I don't know, um, two thirds of the way that you're supposed <laughs> yeah, to be able it's to. About like two thirds, like but uh-huh. they, I'm doing. Um, so right now I'm I'm in PT and I'm on I'm in physical therapy for my leg, and it started out at negative. Um, my leg was bent, stuck at negative 46 degrees, and now it's at, I think, negative 4. So, and I started physical therapy in September. Did, uh, while you've been going through all of this, the chemo, the surgeries, the bike accident, uh, the physical therapy, all of that, do you ever think to, did you ever think to yourself, why me? Why is this happening yeah, to me? Yeah, I did, I did that, uh, a lot. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't. Did like, you ever feel like it's not fair? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I think every kid does, but I just kind of I got over it. Cause how, like, how, how do you get over it? Is it just a matter I, of time and eventually? Uh, or yeah. do you have to convince yourself, I'm going to get over it? It's, it's not no, fair. No, it's but just like, I, I think it's a matter of time. And like, you just like, like, you think about like the good that came out of it. Like, I wouldn't have met a bunch of families. I wouldn't like have known how much little funding childhood cancer gets Mm -hmm. because out of all of the so out of a hundred percent um of funding for cancer um childhood cancer gets four percent wow so out of every dollar Mm -hmm. we get four Four pennies yeah yeah and you're a million times more important than any other age group (laughs) so it doesn't make sense Uh, because you get huh um, the, I got the same chemo that you would have gotten in, like, the 1970s. So, they haven't made any advances they, on the chemo that you they've need. They've done, they've been trying to do clinical trials, but they're just clinical trials. None, mm. Nothing has been approved. Um, the only advancement that they've made, instead of, they would have just cut off my leg. Oh, wow. In the 19, and, like earlier but the only new advancement they've made is like rotation plasties and limb salvage surgeries mm-hmm. but the chemos are still the same yeah i mean the 70s that's a long time ago that's when i was born so think about kids being born now and all the the iphones and all the advances that they have to get to enjoy uh that's four decades worth of stuff that, yeah that they get to benefit from and yet you and your treatment has gotten none of that yeah um they they say because only only like two percent of kids get cancer and only two percent of kids that have cancer get my exact cancer Mm -hmm. so like the logic behind like the funding is like why would we waste money on only two percent of kids who get that type of cancer when there's like when like Every more more kids are affected by a different type yeah, of cancer. Yeah, or like, um, like, you see, like during October, like all the, like breast cancer itself has more funding mm-hmm. than chi- all the childhood cancers put together. 
so because it's like big but like the the like children are future but nobody but like the government just doesn't invest money yeah. in it which doesn't make sense like at all no especially as someone who's been there done yeah. that like you have um you know you you've won the lottery in reverse you had the rare type of cancer that uh you know doesn't affect a lot of kids so i think um, when your mom lets you you should go buy a lottery ticket since you've already won the reverse lottery you should start you know seeing if you can be a millionaire and then you could donate money to st baldrick yeah um so like people be like like people they ask questions like did you get the good cancer like there's no 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 such thing no good cancer mm -hmm. but like because like a lot of kids still like there are a lot of there's a couple of cancers that like no matter like what you do like it's nothing yeah. like you don't did you have any of your friends that got that kind um there were like people that we would follow on instagram mm -hmm. or some my mom would run into at the hospital was it a little girl who had a little girl who had it's called dipg it's um uh, a type of brain tumor and it's inoperable you can't you can't get rid of it there's no cure so you can like the i think the longest they've seen is like maybe a person who's of like five years but then they all eventually die yeah. nobody there the survival rate's like zero percent mm -hmm. how for you how how scared did you end up getting I, because when you hear like cancer, you mm -hmm. immediately think like the worst. Nobody celebrates when they yeah, hear. Yeah, so for the survival rate for osteosarcoma is 70%, mm -hmm. but when it's already spread to your lungs, it's 30%. Okay. So I had like a 30% shot, mm -hmm. but, um, but I, I was fine. But then when it comes... But I have a fifty percent chance that it will come back. Mm -hmm. So, um, how so often do you have to go for tests? Um, every three months I get. Um, so every at the three months I get a chest CT, but every six months I get um, a bone scan and a chest CT, and they do a chest CT because it normally comes back in the lungs mm -hmm. most of the time. And like almost Did you already have to have treatment in your lungs at all? It was just, it was the same thing. Oh, okay. So whatever, it, was, it wasn't kid. isolated no. for your knee. It was going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It was, okay. And thankfully, a lot of kids with that have it in their lungs, it like, it calcify. So like mm. mine just, the two, like the um, Mets just like, they went away. But a lot of times like when they were like being treated and it was like treated and it would like calcify and they'd have to do a lung resection, which I didn't have to do, thankfully. But, um, yeah, it's, I know um, every time we've met someone where it has, or heard a story, most of the time where it has come back, where they have relapsed, they don't, like a lot of times they don't make it because mm -hmm. it's just, there are two drugs that you would use if it was relapse and then clinical trials but i'm pretty sure a lot of times if it's like spread like beside your lungs if it's like spread somewhere else like they don't make it like um we um someone who works at the desk um 
at Children's when you walk in. Her name's Mercedes. She is she's like the sweetest person. And her son had osteosarcoma and then he was he was cancer free for I don't know, like uh, how long? Six weeks. And oh then my. it came back Ugh. and then he passed away in like January of like two thousand eighteen. And then there was had a Had he girl. been on the fourth floor with you? Um during that time he was on the fourth floor but he had but the first treatment he went through i wasn't there oh, right um but there's a kid named there was a kid named elijah there and he had he was 16 when he passed away and he i had met him once he had osteo and then it had relapsed i don't I don't know where all I know is that I went to I think it was in I was in his lungs or it was in his lungs and his shoulder and then it went to his jaw and then his spine and then he passed away mm-hmm. and then there was a girl who um, I don't know her name I know that she what was her name the one who went to Paris Ellen, um, she, it had relapsed, and then she had passed away, and then Zachary, um, he, he had gotten it a while before, like, a long, like, a couple years, but he had relapsed, and then he had passed away, and then, like, all the cases we see, it relapsed, and then they pass away. And is it because you can't, once you already get that kind of treatment, you kind of go through the limit of how much a body can take of that kind, and um, so then so they can't the, give you a different the, kind of treatment? Or? Out of the three drugs that I had, I have a lifetime max on the one that affects my heart, which is the doxorubicin. This spine I can never have again because it um, affected my hearing. Methotrexate is the only one that I can have again, and then if it relapsed, it'd be two other drugs and then but and then it'd be clinical trials but a lot of times it doesn't work Mm -hmm. well i say we make a deal right now where you just don't relapse yeah and we you stay cancer free yeah um forever and uh and then you don't have to worry about all those lifetime stuff and and everything like i know like there was a youtuber i'd watch her name was sophia Mm -hmm. um she Australia. She was born in Australia, and she was she had a YouTube channel all about it, uh, like her journey and everything. And then she passed away on like May thirty first of two thousand eighteen. And a lot of people know her story because she would put it out there like for YouTube and everything. And a lot of people followed her, and she had it. She was done, and then she relapsed. And they tried everything. Like they tried chemo's. They tried like even radiation which doesn't they don't use radiation osteosarcoma unless they do a surgery and the margins aren't clean but because it's not effective so they tried everything but nothing worked so for a lot of kids that's the case they'll try everything and then nothing works how long has it been since you've had any treatments um i had my six month scans january 28th 
So it's been about seven months mm -hmm. since I haven't had treatment. And uh, how are you feeling now? Um, I I'm noticed still you, you came in on crutches, not in a wheelchair. Yeah, uh, I was in a wheelchair, but I've started slowly to use crutches everywhere. Like long distances, like I'm at the mall, because it's a lot of walking. I get tired even with my crutches very easily because for nine months I was doing nothing I was yep. laying in bed because yep. I was too tired to, like I would get out of breath walking to the bathroom mm -hmm. so it was it was really tiring so I don't have a lot of energy what do you what do you miss the most like what energy activity do you miss the most getting to do um right now uh school because like I'd be with my friends mm -hmm. but like and most 14-year-olds don't think they would miss school, yeah. right? Yeah, I, like, I hated school, mm -hmm. but all I, I don't like the learning part. Uh, right, but who does? all I want to do, lame. but, like, I just want to go to school to, like, see my friends every day. Mm -hmm. But, like, activities, like sports, like, every winter, like, since it's, like, winter, we go ice skating, and I can't ice skate, mm -hmm. and then, like, I can still swim. That's basically the only thing I can do is mm -hmm. swim. I can't do anything else. Um, do you uh, do you act or sing or do anything like that? No. No. Oh, you're a slime maker. I should have brought yeah. you some glue from home and. Yeah, I I do more arts and crafts. Okay. All right. So that's you're using that side of your brain. Yeah. Your brain. <laughs> I'm sure mom loves all the slime too and doesn't get on anything. <laughs> it's not a pain for her I'm at not, all. Like, uh, I, I don't get it, like, anywhere. My friends, when they come over, when they play with they they get it, like, everywhere, like, all over themselves and their clothes. Because they're not experts like you. Yeah. <laughs> they can't be trusted. Hey, I got a question for you. This is going to sound weird. What do you know now that you've gone through all this that you wish you would have known when you started, when you got diagnosed? I wish I would have known, like, all, like, the little community that was, that is, like, the childhood cancer community, mm -hmm. because a lot of, like, the people who run pages, like, they've experienced in their family, or they've experienced themselves childhood cancer, or their friends have had cancer, but I wish that, because some of the pages that I follow, they're run by people who didn't have cancer, I wish like I could have known it like them mm -hmm. to where I didn't have to get it to know or like when you when you go through something like that um like it's almost like you know those sifters that they use for like flour I do but how do you know what those are <laughs> because <laughs> I'm 40 years old you're 14 you shouldn't um, know what that little, little t -t -t things. yeah those things uh -huh. it kind of like sifts out like who yeah who will stay like I had, uh, like, everyone in the class was, like, they were all friends with each other, but, like, I have about five good friends. Mm -hmm. who, who stuck by yeah. you through thick and thin. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, so I have about five, and then, like, people who were, like, there, like, they just were always there, and it was just, like, like you get to know who, like, truly cares about you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the nice things about it. And then um, all the little things that you take for granted, like um, going, just like 
because we could never when I was going through treatment you couldn't plan anything because like oh we were going to the beach but I but then like the morning we'd have to go to the hospital yeah so just like going to the beach or just like little things like that like I can't I haven't gone to the beach in about like two years yeah, but I didn't get to go in the water. We went to the beach for Thanksgiving, but I don't get to go in the water uh-huh. because so that doesn't count. You don't. You, yeah. you can't get in the water. Then yeah, because really like at the beach. crutches and sand, they don't mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or like even if I were to like hop down, like it's like even walking in sand is hard. Oh yeah, no kidding. Like even if like like before I got sick, like it would get tiring just like running through sand because it's like heavy. So. It's a lot tiring to go through sand just to, like, go in the water. So I haven't gone to the beach, but I'll go. Um, I got just some fun questions that I want to end this time with. Hmm. Uh, You got a little bit more time that I could just ask these? Yeah. And um, how miserable have you been this last hour? Has this just been the worst (laughs) hour in the last couple? No, just kidding. Uh, thank you uh, in advance for letting me ask these and spending some time with me and the Sport Clips family today and St. Baldrick's family. All right, here's, here's the first question. You ready? Yeah. Which superpower would you most like to have? Um, uh, gosh. Um, I would either want to fly mm-hmm. or talk to animals. Talk. Okay, so you're Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I, I talk to animals. All right. Um, especially dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just know what they're thinking. Uh, other than where you live now, yeah. Where else in the world would you most like to live? Um. Uh, like if I had to go anywhere, I'd want to live like probably like where like in the summer it's like nice and warm, but then in the winter. It's like snowing. Mm-hmm. So uh, LA doesn't count then. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Or if I couldn't do that, I'd want to live by a beach. Okay. But actually get in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. have like a beach house. Uh, all right. I think I might know the answer to this, but just in case, who is a celebrity you'd most like to meet one day? <sighs> wow. Okay. Um, We're gonna put this out in the universe and I've see met, if it ends up happening. I've You've met, met some. I've met some. Okay. I've met. Uh, I've met Nick Jonas. I've met. Nice. I've met Lucy Hale, uh, the one that I, the one that I was really excited for. I met Tom Holland, so the new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But oh gosh, um, I'm trying to think through like everyone. Uh, I'd probably want to meet like the cast of either like The Office <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> or like. Um, the cast of Stranger Things. Oh, wow. Two greats. I like it. You don't want to just meet them. You want to, like, hang out. Yeah. Maybe be in an episode of Stranger Things. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. Uh, who's your favorite on there? L? Yeah, I like L, but then uh, I also like... I can't even think. I haven't watched it in yeah. a long time because I watched the... Like, every time the Light, new season comes out, things. I watch it in a day. But Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, uh, Lucas. Lucas, yeah. Wait, Lucas? No. What about Mad Max? I don't no. Know if you liked her in the <laughs> no. Yeah. Wasn't my favorite character. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? Oh, I have. 
Um, ooh, I, so, like, when you open, like, a can of soda. Yeah? Yeah. That? that or, like, when you pour it. What? I've never had that be an answer. <laughs> I've never interviewed a 14-year-old before on the podcast, but that is the first answer like that before. Okay. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, I hate, like, when people, like, I hate the sound of chewing. Mm-hmm. I hate, um... That's why you turn those hearing aids down. Yeah. I hate, um, I hate, like, forks against plates. Okay. I hate, like, because I hate when, like, bags are being opened mm-hmm. and, like, it crinkles. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the, um, like, on YouTube, like, all the people who do ASMR, yes. I hate it. Oh, yeah. I hate it so much. <laughs> and some people are listening to this and going, what is ASMR and why is it, what is that? Yeah, oh gosh. Just trust us. You don't want to go there. That's yeah, lame. It's awful. Yeah. I, I, I like how I ha- asked you what one sound you hate, and you're like, Brrr. I thought you were going to say, like, the scraping of the walker. And that's why you put the tennis balls on there, like, ee ee on the cement. Um, I, I think you've told me this. What profession do you want to be when I you grow up? I want to be a pediatric nurse, okay. like, on the oncology. Okay, board. and who are your favorite nurses that you've had? Um, I, Don't leave anybody out because they okay. might get their feelings hurt. Infusion nurse is Grace. Mm-hmm. She's the only one that could do my port without me like screaming. Okay. Like she, I don't know what it was, but she just could do it. Um, but like on the fourth floor, not the infusion center, was Kevin, Kelvin, Lisa, Michelle, Diane. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's a um, that's about it. That's everybody. You're yeah. sure you don't. You haven't left anybody <laughs> out. Huh? Oh. Um. But the nurse practitioners. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Kelsey was one of them. She was really nice. Um, who's your Mary Beth? Okay. I got two more questions. Uh-huh. Uh, number one, what has been your favorite memory with your mom or dad or your brothers in the last couple of years? Um, gosh, I don't, uh, um, I liked going to the beach for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Even though you couldn't get in the water. And then, but like, you like, probably my favorite memory was Christmas. We had like a real, like on Christmas day, I was in the hospital but so like on January 7th that's when we celebrated Christmas mm-hmm. but like on Christmas day when we when we gave each other like one present just because it was Christmas um we were laughing so hard cuz there was this video of like a little it was like on Instagram and there's this little boy and he like he's like he's like licking frosting and then he goes and then he goes meow and then we kept laughing. We were laughing so much. Mm-hmm. And then the nurse walks in, and she's like, I have a present for you. And then it's a stuffed cat. No way. <laughs> and it's like was one of those like ones. she watching on a security camera in and your And it's room? like one of those yeah. ones where you could record your voice in uh-huh. it. I don't know what they're called, like cloud pets or mm-hmm. something. And so we recorded like in the, like on the app. So when you press the cat, it would say something. We recorded um, me saying, meow. (laughs) 
and so now that's we a were, that's a Christmas memory, right? Yeah, yeah, we were laughing like the whole day because of what, that stupid. What did you video. name the stuffed animal? I don't know. You I think it's in the yet. garage. Uh, I have like bags of stuff. Okay, yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, you, you got your fair. Okay, last question. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, when you're a mom one day, what uh, character trait of your own mother do you hope to be able to represent uh, to your kids? Um, I want to like, no matter what, like. I'll have like bad day my mom is just there like I want to like be like there for my kids like my mom is or like she when she gets mad she doesn't like she gets mad but then like it just kind of cools off really mm-hmm. easily I want like that um she really like she'll do she keeps like I know parents do this for they like keep drawings but like I would write she showed me this like two weeks ago when I was like seven I had this little note and like I wrote like I drew me and her on it when I was like seven and she still has it she kept it and so like I want to like have that like um like that sentimental yeah that sentimental thing with my kids to where like you could just say something and she'll remember it just like that uh, that isn't normal. Most parents end up throwing that kind of stuff away. So your mom sounds like uh, uh, quite the woman. You are quite the young woman. And uh, I can't believe an hour has gone by. And you lived up to your name. You were Gabby. And I didn't have to do a lot of talking. So all the people listening are like, thank goodness she was on today because she did all of the, the talking and the stories are amazing and I think when you go back and listen to this you're gonna be like I can't believe this is my life and I've done all these courageous brave things uh, you are a warrior uh, you represent st. Baldrick so well and and the cause here so we at sport clips are proud of you proud of your mother and your dad and your brothers and yeah, even Tommy and your sister and all uh, for what you're going through and the people here at st. Baldrick's are amazing I can say that firsthand now having uh having visited here and any do you have anything else you want to say before i i press the stop button um anything to your your thirteen thousand instagram fans and people around the world um i really hope that you like take something from this and just learn that how little childhood cancer gets funded and how much it families go through and how much it means to families when you just donate a little bit of money it goes a long way especially when childhood cancer doesn't have a lot of money um even if you just spread the word it helps a bunch and without like anyone donating we wouldn't even be here like even though we get so little funding we would have without like everybody donating and helping we'd have even less so even though we have not that much the what we do have we don't take for granted and we use as much of it as we can for how long it will go beautifully said and i gotta tell you i've done a lot of these podcasts i think this is my favorite one so don't let that go to your head okay (laughs) i want you to, to be humble but uh you're a keeper and this one's a keeper so thank you so much for being on thank you for having me 
All right. Until next time, everybody, thanks for tuning in.